You're listening to the Outstanding Life Podcast with your host, Johnny D, the motivational cowboy. 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 As a motivational speaker, Johnny D impacts audiences around the world with his message of living the outstanding life. He's a best-selling author, MC, and two-time Grammy-considered artist. This podcast is a place where Johnny D can introduce you to his outstanding friends and share funny, interesting, and heart-provoking stories. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle up. Here comes your host, Johnny D. Hey everybody, I'm Johnny D, the Motivational Cowboy. Welcome to this week's Outstanding Life Podcast. Today, we have a few derby girls. That's right, I said derby girls in the house with me. But before we do, I was talking to my friend Bill. You guys have heard him on the show before. And Bill, you have a great story about how you found out about derby. Absolutely. And you guys are in for a great show. This is going to be fun today. So do I get to sing yet? I'm like 20 episodes in, I don't get to sing yet. <laughs> so anyway, uh, no, a long, long time ago, uh, when I was growing up, we lived with my uh, grandparents for a while, and my grandma and I didn't really get along. And you know, one day I, I noticed she's, she had this little black and white TV, and she's just like uh, screaming and yelling at the TV. And I go in, and it's like she's watching roller derby. And so after a little while, I just got like sucked right into this whole deal. And this is like classic old school. You know, they're they're jamming each other with the elbows and throwing each other over the railings and kicking each other. And like, I'd never seen anything like it before. So, and uh, so anyway, I've been a fan ever since. And uh, so I'm looking forward to this show. Uh, I think once you get to know these guys, uh, yeah, I think this will probably be one of your best shows. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a fan then of Derby. So we are going to kick things off, um, and I want you guys to go ahead and say your names, your Derby name, and how long you've been playing. And I'm going to start with my daughter. So Jessa, go ahead. All right. My name's Jessa Demetrician, Derby name Jessa Bit Psycho. I've been playing for 10 years. Uh, my name is Michelle Mashinsky. Uh, my derby name is Mitch B. Trippin, and I've been playing for six years. Uh, my name is Nikki Labute. My derby name is Booty Labute, and I will be playing for 10 years in September. My name is Melissa Meckes, uh, derby name Four Leaf Clobber, and I've been playing for 10 years. So I'm just going to, you know what, I was going to wait till, till later on to talk about this, but your name's are so unique in Derby. Like you literally, 10 years ago, you literally had to come up with a name. Clobber, I'm going to start with you. Why is your name Four Leaf Clobber? And how did you come up with it? Well, I asked a lot of friends what they thought and things they knew about me. And I'm Irish. So we came up with Four Leaf Clobber. Now, I'm just curious, is it because you just like to beat the heck out of people? Is that really why? Also very true. (laughs) Jessa, how about you? Um, well, at the time I was in grad school in a psychology program. Um, and I guess I remember putting out like a couple different names, like on Facebook for people to be like, Oh, which one? I was like, which one should I choose? Um, and somebody came up with that one and I liked it. So that's it. Mitch be tripping. Uh, yeah. So my nickname, (laughs) I can't wait to hear this. (laughs) My nickname is Mitch. Uh, it stems from my friends being, too drunk to say Michelle and it just came out Mitchell Michelle so it got shortened to Mitch and so I just wanted to use a playoff of Mitch so and booty dear do I ask <laughs> well so my last name is Labute and all throughout middle school and high school it was always Nikki Labuti or Nikki Labrute I am also blessed with a larger bottom half so it just kind of worked out as booty Labrute <laughs> so so when it comes to derby or even life would you rather be called your real name or your derby name? Because I got to be honest with you. I didn't even know some of your real names. <laughs> I know you by your derby names. Girls, I mean, who wants to take that one? Um, I get somewhat weirded out when people actually use my first name, Melissa. And we'll be out and about and I'll go to sign a tab or something. And everybody says, oh my gosh, that, that's your name? I forgot. Because I usually always just go by clobber. Jessa, how about you? I mean, you're a psychologist, so, I mean, how does that go? Well, 
unfortunately, sometimes in Derby, you don't get to choose what people call you, um, even when you do make up a Derby name. So um, nobody really says my full name. It's kind of long, my Derby name. Um, people just call me Jessa, which is my actual name. So it's kind of boring. Um, but we've had other players on our team who their uh, given Derby name by everybody else is not even... Hate Close it. to what they chose. So um, <laughs> just because you pick one doesn't mean it's yours forever. Uh, Clobber, I'm going to ask you this. I'll kick this off with you. How did you first get involved with roller derby and why? Um, so I saw a woman skating down my streets, doing a lot of laps, with pads and everything on. At the time I was playing hockey and I'm old, for those of you that don't know that. And old lady hockey, you can't hit people. So I stopped and talked to her to see what she was doing. And she said she plays roller derby. They have a boot camp coming up. And I said, well, that's better than hockey because I can hit people. So that's how I started. <laughs> Girls, how about you? Anybody? Uh, I always was kind of interested in it. And uh, a girl I knew from high school played. And she only played for the dolls. She played with the dolls, uh, the, the league that we played for, for just a little bit. And I reached out to her and she kind of never got back to me. And then a friend of mine found one of their flyers at like a party store and was like, hey, I remember you saying you wanted to play roller derby. They're having a thing. Go sign up. And I did. It was like three days later. Booty, how about you? How'd you find out? Uh, mine was the same, like or like yours. Um, it was somebody that I went to high school with, played for a league out of Monroe. And she had said they were having like an open recruit. And she was like, listen, if there's anybody that I know that would fit in with this crowd, like it would be you. And at the time, all I did was work. And I have two kids and was working kids, working kids. And I needed something for me and one practice. And I went and dropped $500 at the skate shop. Like, that's it. Sign me up. Done. Yeah. Justin, now yours was a little bit different. Tell everybody how and why you started Derby. Um, so I originally saw a Derby game back when I was 19 and I got free tickets to a Detroit Derby show or bout whatever um, through Big Brother Big Sister so me and my little went to go see about and I thought it was really cool but I was in college at the time I didn't know there was even leagues around so um, two years later I saw the Downriver Roller Dolls who I play for now at um, a street fair I was too shy and nervous to go talk to anybody at the booth, um, but I picked up a flyer and I just showed up at their practice the next week. So, and in beforehand, what did you do? Okay, so the reason I thought maybe I would like derby is um, I wasn't a figure skater for fourteen years. Also, Mitch was also a figure skater, um, so I thought you know skating can't be that hard to pick up. Um, I've never been in like a contact sport, so that was new, but I definitely like it a lot. I think it, it would have been great to have it as a kid. I'm going to ask whoever wants to answer this. What was it like for you showing up at the first practice? If you've never done it before, cause it isn't very intimidating. I mean, you guys are intimidating, you know, tattoos, you know what I mean? But what was it like for you guys showing up at your first practice? Were you scared? So I actually attended the first boot camp that the league had. Um, and I wouldn't say I was scared. I was very excited, but I happened to know someone. It was actually my daughter's gymnastics coach that was going there as well. So it was nice to, you know, know get there, know someone, and then move on from there. But I wouldn't say nervous. More I excited. Nervous. Yeah. More excited. <laughs> I, I also did a boot camp and we had... There was a lot of people in my boot camp, maybe like 20 girls. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was huge. And then a friend of the friend that brought me the flyer is she did the boot camp with me. She doesn't skate anymore. But um, there was just too many people, I think, for me to be nervous that the attention was going to be all on me. Were you guys scared that you weren't going to be good? No. Nah. Because Jessa, I know uh, that. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> yes. Because, I mean, I was, there, I was there for Jess's, you know, first couple. And, I mean, you were great on, on on ice. But on quads, you were like, oh, my gosh, what do I even do? It, it didn't take you long. But, but, isn't that, but isn't that now that you guys have been playing for 10 years almost, isn't that awesome to see girls coming on, you know, to the rink that – because I've seen them that can't even skate a year later. They're jamming for mm -hmm. you guys. Do you guys have a most memorable moment in your skating career so far? So we were playing a team and there was this amazing blocker on the team and she was so great and no one could get through her. And like, she was just 
all around amazing. And she had looked the other way and she was moving forward and she looked the other way. So I shouldered her and she fell completely freaking backwards. <laughs> and I was the happiest person in the world because I'm not a huge girl. And I took this big girl just out. Now, mind you, the rest of the game, she attempted to kill me. So it kind of sucked because Worth she literally it. just chased me around to kill me. But I, that was my proudest moment when I took this amazing player out. Were, were you like brand new in the sport when that happened? I would say it was about a year and a half after I started. Could you uh, describe the physicality of it? Like, were you surprised or did you actually want more physicality? Oh, more, more, <laughs> 110% more all the time, more. Anybody else? I have one. Uh, memorable for me, maybe not good. Um, I did get ejected from a game <laughs> um, in Ohio. Um, so that happens. Um, you know, you get six penalties, your seventh one, you're out, but also you can get ejected, which means um, you may not have had any penalties, uh, but you get one that's really bad and you get thrown out of the game. I've no. done both. Yeah. Bill, Bill, I, hang on, Bill, I, I know you want to say something, but so do I. But Jess, I have to ask you, was it just bad refing? Yes, um, 100%, 100% uh, bad refing. It's yes, always it bad refing. <laughs> yes, it was. We, we love our refs. Then we, we like, you know, that there's people that help us for, for free, pretty much. But um, I'm not going to lie. It was bad refing. Well, isn't that just good for your street cred to get thrown out? <laughs> well, that's why I bring it up. Like, I, I mean, was it a bad thing? I guess. But also sounds pretty cool. I mean, I say I get ejected all the time, but I go in the locker room and cry about it. So, <laughs> so you're tough when you're out there. Yeah. Behind the scenes, you're crying. Yeah. I love that. So, so I, I just want to, I want to ask, I, I played hockey for years growing up. I was a goalie though. I didn't get, get a chance to hit anybody. Girls, for everybody listening right now that can't legally go and hit anybody. <laughs> Join Derby. What is it like? <laughs> Join for, Derby. <laughs> what is it like for you guys? Therapeutic. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, there are, those of you that can't see these four ladies right now, they're all shaking their head. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But let me ask you this. Let me reverse it. What is it like? to get clocked, to be that other person. But honestly, it's, if it's it good, I'm like, good it's analogy. just as amazing. Yeah, you, someone puts a good hit on you and you congratulate them. Like, wow, that was amazing. You knocked me on my butt really far. Like, great job. For the people listening right now that says, this is a lot of fun. Can somebody, can one of you describe Derby? How many people are actually on the, on you know, on the track, how many people play. So there's always, there's 10 people. There will be five from each team. You have four blockers for each team and a jammer for each team. So then I always, I do it with my hands. If you could see it, right? So you have your four finger. Well, I'm, that's why I'm describing it. Jerkules. So you got your four fingers and your thumbs, your jammers are your thumbs. So your right-handed jammer has to get through your left-handed fingers that are the blockers for them to be able to like start scoring points. And you know, you just do your best to keep the jammers behind you cuz that's what you don't want to do is let them have your point. So you hit each other a lot. They score I, a point yeah. by passing your hip. So what's the most points you've ever had in a game? For you guys, three hundred, something. No, we beat that one team like, was like yeah, we yeah, we've been up to four something in a game. No kidding. Have you have you Bleep ever <laughs> got that many scored on you? Yes, yes. Pretty much every year we play a team that literally wipes our butts would every you, year. Would you rather play a, a team and actually have to work hard to get those points, or go out there and just cream somebody? Hundred percent work hard. Creaming someone is not fun. It's and you don't play it's not a good fun game. To watch. When you're beating someone that bad, you don't yourself play a good game. So you need a team that's challenging you, whether they're beating you or not, to know what you are. Ladies, can you describe the physical and mental challenges that come with playing roller derby? I mean, I mean, it's physically hard. I mean, you're on skates for hours and doing all kinds of weird movements that your body is not used to doing. Um, and mentally, it's just... You just want to be as best as you can for your team. And sometimes when you're not either like physically performing or your attitude's bad. So you just, you know, you get down on yourself because you're not um, being the best you can. Mitch, let me ask you, th ask you this then. How do you get out of that bad mental spot? Is it one of the other girls that come over there and kick you in the butt and say, hey, listen, get out of your funk. Like we got, we got, we got a job to do here. 
Um, I think, yeah, like a lot of time mine's negative. I just get like just annoyed at practice about something. And one of the teammates will be like, hey, let's just get through this this practice thing that we're doing or whatever. And usually for me, that's it. Some people just you got to leave them alone. Just leave them alone and let them be grumpy. And then we'll try it again next time. Everybody's pointing at booty right now. <laughs> yeah. so I was going to say, we have grumpy people yeah. at practice. Okay. I didn't know. Um, yeah, sometimes I get into a funk and it's just better for me just because I think the way that my personality is, I can either bring the entire team up or I can bring them down. And so it's easier for me to just kind of like, okay, I'm going to skate away. Like, was it two, three weeks ago I got tripped and I landed on a skate and I ended up with a bruise like the size of a dinner plate on my leg and it was black for like two weeks. And when I fell and it hit, I was like, no, this hurts so bad. So I literally just, I skated away so that I wasn't a jerk. You know what I mean? I was, and like they had said like, oh, you know, so-and-so wanted to come and like see if you were okay. And they were like, you know, maybe not. Like she, she did that for a reason. Like she didn't say bye. She just let, just, just leave her alone. She'll come back when she's ready. What's it like when you have a bad day at work? or maybe your kid's acting up, and you get to go to a bout, do you guys literally take your anger out on the other team? I mean, not physically. I mean, I, I know it's physical, but, but, but you know what I'm saying. My job's not that serious. So, like, I don't think I ever really get, like, <laughs> mad enough at work that I'm going to take it out at practice. I don't have a job, and my kid's pretty much perfect. Um, wow. But, oh, remind them that your kid is also like me, so. That's the worst thing in the world. But, um... I don't want any of the team members to come there and be upset about something else. Like that doesn't play a good game. I get that you get to take out aggressions and you're mad and you know, it might help, but it plays a bad game. Like you need to have a clear head and you need to be there for the game and that's it. So you need to stop thinking about your kids, stop thinking about your job and just move the heck on. Yeah. I would say I, I just, I don't let the, the other stuff really play into what's happening at practice or at games or whatever. Um, it's actually good to go there and forget about that stuff. Um, I don't, yeah, a distraction almost, but well, you have to, because there's a lot going on. I mean, you could, you could physically get hurt. I mean, just like booty, you just said, I mean, Hey, I, I showed up, you know, with, with a huge bruise on my yeah. rear end. You know what I mean? So it's like, you have to be in the game. You can't be half butt in the game. You know what I mean? How do you guys prepare for a game or a tournament? Oh, do you have any like pregame <laughs> rituals or, you know, stuff go. like that? Uh, so, mine is, uh, mine is just my pants until about 11 a.m. And then I take a modium and hope for the best. And that's really it. So wait a second. Mitch, you're telling me that you stop eating at 11 a.m. before? Oh, no, no, no. I never stop eating. (laughs) I'm just saying that like my stomach is doing flips. And and then I just take a modium. Pre-game ritual. Nervous poops. Is going nervous poop. Nervous poops. All... A lot okay. of people have nervous poops. Yeah. Everybody poops. So yeah, everybody speaking does of, poop, but that's speaking of poop. I, I, just, I, I, I wasn't expecting this coming up for a pre-race or, you know, not, <laughs> well, not so pre-race, but pre-derby. Do you watch, if you're a poor, like if you bet on horses and you're really bad at it, you just pick the one that poops last because he should be lighter. So like I poop before poops a game because I figure it's going to, I'm going to be lighter. Yeah, you poop so, more. So I think it works. <laughs> oh. I was going to say, I guess I'm the only one. I do not get nervous poops, but I do have a pregame witch roll. I call it my game witch. Um, I stop at Subway and I get a footlong BMT. And She's not we'll, getting paid for that. We'll do. <laughs> not sponsored. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Um, no, I bet I will. We'll do our warm up and I will sit like on the floor next to our bench after that and eat my Subway literally like minutes before the game starts. Like super smells reeks. like onions. Yeah, reeks like onions. <laughs> Bad. Yep. Now, now, Mitch, you said that that you like to eat a lot of garlic the oh night before. Oh, now, yeah. now, now, I'm just wondering, do you eat that? So everybody stays away from you? No, my gear smells bad enough. So I don't really need the garlic to come off my body. (laughs) But I do eat, like I used, we practice on Thursday and like every Thursday I'd get Mediterranean food. Like not even on purpose. Well, kind of. But like things you shouldn't do. Yeah. Just like, (laughs) I don't know. I just don't care. Sorry, guys. Yeah, it's bad. Okay. I wasn't expecting any of that. You know, Bill, but you know what I mean? 
Um, yeah, it should be like we exercise, we stretch, we drink a lot of water, we have a protein shake. No, they don't do any of that crap. Well, I do all those things. The, bath- hey, the, the bathrooms are just packed yeah. <laughs> full of girls. Just poop. So, yeah. It's fine. You'll be good. <laughs> what are some of the common uh, misconceptions about roller derby? We don't rollerblade. We skate on quads. Um, there's no ball. Um, we're not all biker chicks. You can't um, elbow people. You cannot punch people in the face. I know legally it would be, it would be but, fun. But legally, you, you will, can't punch. You people will in the get face. ejected from the game. <laughs> yeah. If you hit somebody in the face and it looks like it may have been intentional, you will be thrown out of the game. Like Justice said, it doesn't matter how many penalties you have. You could have zero. And if it looks like you hauled off and punched somebody in the face, you are done. Like, get Even out. Even if you didn't mean it, right? If it's an accident, I mean, I got. But my derby wife, this one sitting right next to me, yesterday, she was on my team, and not only she punched me in the face, and then she kicked me in the shin. No, no, you were playing de- you were playing offense on us. We were not skating together. Yeah. Yes. And you deserved it. <laughs> so, so that was actually one of my favorite parts was the hitting. So how much less hitting is there now than like way back in the 70s and stuff? I wouldn't say it's less hitting. It's just a different type of hitting. Uh, Back in the 70s, they need to keep going around and around and around and moving forward. Now we've gotten to more of a we can slow people down. So we're still hitting. We're just not moving as fast. Okay, so now on the physicality thing again. Now, I was obsessed with the hitting part, but what I love, love now... Explain a little bit about like the jammers and the speed. I love the like the grace of like once they get through that line. And it's like, you know, the jammers are cool. Well, so the jammers need to get through that line and take off fast. The problem is getting through that line, and it's pretty tough. They are really pushing against four other people that are stopping them. Um, so without offense, I mean, you're really tired. It's it's not it's an easy tiring. task. Yeah, I think people yeah. don't realize it's it, like it. There's a lot of that goes into the sport. It's there's a lot of strategy. It's not just like us on skates, right? And like can, bashing can we, into each other. Can so we a lot talk of strategy. about how jammers are like? What do I want to say? They're like the lead singer of the band. Like people are always yeah. like, oh, the jammers, right? But you wouldn't be anything without your backup singers. Exactly. So. You need <laughs> This is a room full of blockers. <laughs> <laughs> Last game we saw that. <laughs> but, but that is true. It's a, it, it, it's a team sport. It's a team you, sport for you sure. You win as a team, you lose as a team, and, it, and, it, and it's tough. You know, we talked about the uh, misconceptions of people and stuff like that. But I've been around for 10 years as a father. There is a, like a, the ladies, there's a lot going on. There's school teachers. Mm -hmm. There's, I mean, talk, I mean, there's police officers. There's, I mean, there's all kinds of different ladies out there in jobs. I was going to say, that's probably my favorite thing. Um, I would have never met. These are, these other women in here are some of my best friends and I would have never met them if it wasn't for roller derby. So I'm a steam fitter at a local 636. And you, I work for Rocket Mortgage. Well, I'm a psychologist. Uh, I have no job. Well, you, no, you, but you, you did. So you my, did. My your job, job is your no job. job is you're a great mother. My, That's what it is. My degree is criminal justice, and I did 13 years of juvenile detention. Oh wow, boy, I didn't see that. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of different kinds of people. I feel like a lot of these people I probably would have never talked to if it wasn't for Derby. So yeah, it brings a lot of different people together. Do you, like when you're playing about in the other team, I know you're out there and you want to kick their butt, but what is it like after the game? Oh, that's the fun part. Fun part. Lots of beer, lots of alcohol. So even if we lose the game, we have to win the after party. So we always always There'll be timeouts on the track where we're sitting there like, hey, you guys going to the after party? Anybody want beer? Like just talking to the other team. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen anybody get like really badly hurt? Yes. Oh yeah. Bro- broken bones. What do you mean bad? Broken bones. I mean, we've seen a lot of those. No one well, died. Well, no. Okay. But but <laughs> at every bout, I there is an ambulance there. Well, there has to be. Yeah. Okay. They have to have a medic. So what are what are some of the things you've ladies seen people get hurt? Like Je- Jessica just said, broken bones. Have I you think- literally seen a bone coming through? Ah uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really. Seen it. Compound fractures. No. Four broken legs? I think the worst for me is when Claire's knee bent the wrong way. Oh. Oh. That was pretty gnarly. It was gross. And then she continued to play. Yeah, she does that. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. What advice would you give someone that is interested in trying out for roller derby? Do it. Just do it. 
Now, okay, but what if someone says, well, that sounds like fun. It sounds like these girls are having fun, but I've never done it before. Who cares? We'll show Most you Most of how. us started and never did it. Like, yeah. people don't grow up on roller... Well, now they are. We do have junior leagues. <laughs> we do have junior leagues now, but most of the time, people didn't grow up on roller derby. So it's just something new. You get in there and you do it. And, and everybody and, can do it. Yeah, people you know, leagues will teach you how to roller skate. So even if you don't know how to roller skate, even if you were never an athlete, we have tons of people who never played any sports and they're playing roller derby now. So now how expensive is it now? If somebody says, Hey, listen, it's going to like, do you guys like have extra equipment that somebody can come and like try it first for our boot camps? Yes, we do. We usually have a huge bin of extra stuff that people can try out. So they don't have to purchase stuff right away. Um, but in the end, once you start getting into it, and you will, once you start, you want to do more of it, you will spend money. Yeah. Um, because yeah. skates, good skates are expensive. Now, what's expensive? Like, just for the people listening. Five, five, five six hundred dollars. My okay. skates are six fifty. Okay. And then what about, you've got a helmet, you got pads. Yeah, you got all that. It's probably like 200 all together for the pads and stuff. For the pads, yeah. yeah. So you're looking at almost $1,000 to get. But it's that much fun. It is. Yeah, and, no. and they will. And you, you know, and pay last. dues every month. We pay to do we this do every pay, month. We do pay to do this every month. And we run our own. So all of us are actually on the board for our league, on the board of directors. So we do extra work aside from just playing roller derby. Um, the league only runs because we run it. So. And this is a flat track. This isn't a, a right. track that it's you know has an embankment, right? Right. So everything's flat. How has roller derby impacted your personal and professional life? I mean, Booty, you were just talking about, hey, listen, these girls probably wouldn't be my friends right now. So, but but how has that for for you? How has it been, you know, professionally and your personal life? Well, so you brought it up earlier about, you know, derby names and stuff like that. And I work with all dudes. I mean, I work with a handful of women or females, whatever, but it actually was one of Mitch's husband's coworkers, whatever. He turned around and he found out that my derby name was booty and we were having a shutdown in a steel mill and there's 60 guys in this trailer and he walked in and he goes booty. And so of course I'm the only female in the trailer. All 60 dudes turned and looked at me and I was like, Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> you know, cause they all knew that I played derby. And that's one of the things like I'll try and stray away from telling the guys that I work with what my derby name is. Cause they're like, Oh, <laughs> you know, and they're gross, but like, cause dudes are gross most of the time. But I mean, in my personal life, I have I only have like two other friends that I hang out with regularly outside of derby people. Like this has become my group of people. Professionally, I don't I wouldn't think that it's really helped me any. They just yell at me because I busted my knee and I have a very physical job. They're like, You're still playing? I was like, Well, yeah. I'm gonna keep playing until I can't skate anymore, you know, but it is what it is. Let's try to make her feel more at home. Booty, booty, booty. <laughs> What 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 is it like for you guys like to have neighbors come up and say, "Hey, we want to come watch you," or, or 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 people that you are like, "I didn't want to say nothing." Now they want to come watch, and they bring their families and anybody that pays to get in is welcome. Yeah, like I <laughs> love when people come to our games. Oh, yeah. It's good to have people watching because I mean, what's the point of hosting a public game if nobody's going to come watch? I just need the people at work to know. Like yeah. I can take you out Just, if I want I to. I want you to see this. <laughs> so you know, don't mess with me. Well, Justin, what is it like for you? I mean, because I mean, people can't see that, that you have tattoos and stuff like that because of what you do for a living. So what is it like when, when you have moms and dads or even kids, when they find out that you're a derby girl? Um, honestly, with the, the people that I work with, I feel like they connect with me better than they probably do with other professionals in my um, area of work, um, because they can relate to me more because I do have like tattoos and I do this like cool sport that like doesn't sound like a psychologist would do it. Um, so when I have, you know, I don't really give a lot of information about myself to patients or anything or clients, but when, um, we do have a conversation about it, um, they think it's pretty cool. And I think, you know, they're more willing to open up to me afterwards. So how do you guys balance training for roller derby, um, and other responsibilities such as work and family, because I mean, you guys are practicing twice a week. You derby at least once or twice a month. There's a lot going on here. I mean, it takes a lot of time to have a family work and derby. How do you guys do it? I don't think there's a day that goes by that I don't do something for the league. Um, like every day I have something right. that I'm supposed to do or need to do. Um, 
but I, I, it's just my husband and my son is, uh, is an adult. So like, I don't have too many responsibilities at home. So for me, it's not too much of a struggle, but you definitely see some of the other league members who have like larger families and small kids. It's a lot for them. Cause we expect a commitment. If you join and play, you're committed to the team. So it's a lot to juggle. Mitch, what is it like for your husband to know what you do? Is he, uh, he like, likes it. He's into is, it. Yeah. Is, it, is he scared of you? Yeah. Well, well before that, I mean, so. he's always been afraid of me. But, um, uh, no, I mean, he likes it. He he'll, he comes to all our games if they're like close by and he supports. He doesn't really like hang out with any of us or anything, but he comes and supports and then goes home. Clabber, how about you? <laughs> what does your husband think of you playing derby for 10 years? Oh, so my husband is my favorite nerd. He likes um, <laughs> board games and video games. And so as long as I'm doing something else and he can do that, he's certainly happy. And he was always scared of me. <laughs> Talk about opposite, opposite, you know, opposites attract. Exactly. That, that's crazy. <laughs> and, well, well, let me just throw this out there, Jessa. You're not married. You've dated. What is it like wow. when, when... <laughs> Well, thanks, Dad. Well, really, no, Dad? Put that no, out there. No, no, but wait, but wait a second. When you're single and you and you're going on a date and you tell somebody that you're, you know, that that, that you play derby, what is that like? I don't think I can answer honestly. <laughs> oh no, no, please do. Please, please don't do. answer honestly. That's um, your father. No, no actually, know, please do. Like, well, no, I won't say that. But um, I need another beer for this. I think I think that. Going on dates, telling people I do derby, they're like initially like, what? Like you do derby? Like, that's weird. Like, um, they don't expect me to be a very tough person, I guess, because, and you know, in your profile pics, you post your best pictures, right? You're, you're looking cute. You're pretty. Um, but I also like to beat girls up. So, um, I can beat you up too. So watch out. That was a total dad question. Come on now. So, so Jessa, do you have a, a psychological edge on these guys? Not these guys, but but like on don't, the other team. <laughs> Reveal my secret. I got no. Nah, there's not a whole lot going on. Well, I'm just curious now. Then I mean, since you guys like, do any of the girls ever come to you, Jessa, because of what you do and be like, "Hey, we got to talk." And and and, um, and, 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 and it's people free. People don't <laughs> want to talk to me on the team. It's kind of funny. Um, they think I'm intimidating. What are you about to say? Oh, you uh, yeah. We tried to comfort meds, but you can't prescribe them yet. <laughs> yeah, so, they, I, they do. They do ask screwed. me for medication, but I have to remind them I'm a psychologist, not a psychiatrist. <laughs> I cannot give you medication. Rude. <laughs> Get your own Adderalls. It's just a little more school. Come on. What's your favorite thing about Derby, ladies? Oh, my teammates, 100 percent after yeah. party, 100 percent. Mm. Oh, rude. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, we're at the after party. Well, yeah. definitely the people that I've met. Uh, the friendships I've made, um, the self-confidence that I've gained. Yeah. Yeah, that too. You guys do a lot for the community as well. You guys are always doing a fundraiser or if it's for you guys. Talk about some of the things you do outside of the skating rink. Well, we had to put a lot of things on hold from COVID and we haven't really got back into the swing of doing tons of like community um like volunteering. Uh, but we do, uh, like during our bouts, we'll have, we had a um, nonprofit come in last for our last game called Suck It Suicide, where they raise money to help uh, families that are dealing with suicide loss. Um, so they were able to sell their merchandise and um, usually profit of the door sales goes to those charities. We've done pretty for pities before. Mm-hmm. We, we always pick a charity when we yeah. host bouts. Um, We've also volunteered at a couple places, like walking dogs at animal shelters, things like that. Well, you guys have done a lot of cool things to raise money. Like I know for you guys- For ourselves, yeah. Yeah, for yourselves. Like you guys just had a big, um, what was it? A lip sync battle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who won that? I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. It was me. <laughs> no question. No. So so what has been like, that was, that was a great party. Uh, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was so that, fun. So what are some of your favorite things outside? Like, like outside you said- Outside of playing? Yeah. I mean, really just like the get togethers we have and, um, travel, oh, that, traveling for Derby is fun. So what, what is that like? I, do you guys like bunk up with three, four five girls? So it's four to a room if they want That's the league to pay. That's going to be interesting. So it's four to a room if they want the league to pay and it's, 
Literally, it's a disaster. Um, I can't it's sleep so in the same room with Jocelyn because she has I, a white noise machine. I have to pretend to captain and they are so awful. It's bad. So, Clobber, you're the captain. Yes. So what is it like for you to have to have all these different personalities? I mean, that's got to be tougher than your marriage. Like it's and cats. trying to take a camel to water that won't go, but he paid for that freaking water. But he still won't go. Like... It just still won't go. That's what it feels like. So you do have a problem people showing up then? Uh, yeah, no. I mean, we have some attendance problems and things like that, but everybody's Everybody adults. does, though. Everybody's yeah. adults. Um, most of the team is very respectful, and they want to do better. They want to try. So, yes, everybody has their little things here and there, but there, it's a lot of good people. Do you guys ever go on trips together, like not doing derby? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. You're talking to the right group. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, it's usually us four plus another one of our teammates who's not here um, that we go on a girl's trip together every it's year. It's been what, Traverse three years, City. four years, last three years. Traverse, Traverse City, City, Whitewater Rafting. Yeah. West Virginia. Yeah. West, yeah. New Orleans. Virginia. Yep. New Orleans last year. We got tattoos from our trip. We have meat cleavers. Nice. Nice. Well, it doesn't matter. They can't see him anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We go, when we go on our girls trip, uh, we let the trip tell us what, what the tattoo, tattoo is going to be. And then we just all get the same tattoo. Oh, wow. Okay. How long can a skater be a player? Now I asked this because I've seen 18 year old girls out there and I've seen some ladies out there that are older than I am. Mm-hmm. So what is the age of skaters? And They're, how long can they? Can, no rule. They, doesn't exist. Really? Yeah. You start at 18. You can play as long as you want. What's the oldest lady you've seen out there? Seen out there? Probably in her 60s, I think. 60s is the oldest ladies. There's a man that plays on a men's team that I believe is in his 70s. Wow. Yeah. Um, so it just depends on where you're at and how physical you can be. Anybody ever been laid out by a geriatric skater? <laughs> mm, <a> clobber. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so oh, someone bleep this out. I had to. They're just calling me old. It's not nice. Can everybody be a jammer? Yes. <laughs> yes, I everybody can, can be a jammer. You have to put in the effort and jammer. you have to have a different skill set than being a blocker. And here's the thing. Not everybody can be a blocker, I don't think, because it takes 110 more. 110% cannot. It takes more mental work to be a blocker than it does to be a jammer. Well, when you're a jammer, do you have some jammers say, hey, listen, I really don't want to be a jammer. I'd rather be a blocker. All of them. Really? Sorry. Most people don't want to jam. You don't have a choice. (laughs) At least on my team, most people don't want to jam, but they they may not be good at blocking. So you you kind of go where you fit. Yeah. So just real quick. So what's, uh, why wouldn't somebody want to be a jammer? Like, so, so say somebody is watching football. It's like a jammer, sort of like the running back. So your jammer is going to have to have a lot more endurance. Um, it's likely that they'll take a couple more hits than other people and they're going to be the center of attention. They're the target. Yes. And not <laughs> okay. everybody is ready to be the center of attention. Right. And you Got kind of feel it. like it's okay. your fault <laughs> when right. you don't get points. Right. When you're a jammer. So jamming is hard. I, I do kind of both, but, um, yeah, jamming sucks. It's tiring. People are hitting you constantly. You got four people on you all the time. Um, whereas if you're a blocker, there's not really four. Well, people you don't have many holes to actually get through, right? I mean, because obviously a good blocker. So I mean, but yeah, a good blocker is not going to leave you. So holes. jammers only got your like best a little bit of space offense, to get through. So your best chance is another blocker is going to help you out. But it's yes, it's a very small space. They need to be very agile on their skates and move quickly. So when you're blocking, what can you do to actually like get somebody out of the way? Like, is there like a special move? Like well, when you're you can hit offense? them. So you can shoulder hit them. You can hit them with your hip. Um, you just can't throw an elbow at them. So just a good good hip check and then hip check, shoulder jam. check, shoulder check, hip check, yep, yeah. shoulder right to the right to the rib cage. Oh, you can you, the chest is fair game. You can hit them right in the chest. That, that sucks. That sucks. <laughs> it does suck. When when somebody becomes a derby girl, because you, they you they have to practice with you guys first. They have to go through the boot camp and everything else. Is there like a test you guys put them through before they become? A team teammate. So our governing body, WIFTA, used to have an actual test that everybody had to pass. That was actually canceled during COVID. So there's not a official test. Now, each team will probably still use that type of test to make sure that people are safe. 
because we want people safe on the track first and foremost. Well, you know, that test that you're talking about, Clobber, I thought was going to be the easiest thing. And I remember when I Jess made him first, do it. Jess is like, well, if you think it's so easy, why did I see even, that? I'll even let you, because I used to go practice with her, you know what I mean? Because we'd be the only ones at the rink. And I'm, she goes, I'll even let you do it with inline skates. And I think it was like 15, 27 laps in five minutes. That's, yeah. And I Grueling. thought, and I thought, that doesn't sound like a lot, be, right? And I got about 20 into it and I started puking because, I, you know, I, I didn't. So I was so determined. I'm like, okay, a week from now, I'm going to do it again. And I finally did it. But it is tough. Like people don't realize what you women go through in derby. And and, and it's, it's a couple times a week. So it's got to be great exercise. Do you guys exercise outside of playing derby? They better. <laughs> some do and some don't. I'm like right in the middle. <laughs> yes and no. Yeah, it's everybody's individual choice. We can't force people to, but you're going to be a better player if you're lifting outside, if you're getting that endurance She's looking outside. at you. Yes, well, I'm and looking you're at less prone to injury um, if you're working out. Yeah, yes. I, 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 I was just going to say, Booty, that's not fair because your job is so grueling, right? I, mean, I let her slide because of the job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm one of the few that does get like some sort of pass. Um, I mean, not necessarily a pass, but she's not on me as much to do stuff because I do have a very physical job. Um, and there are days when I walk a hundred flights of stairs and it's like, okay, it's the same thing as doing a stair climber for a couple of hours or, you know, lifting stuff and moving stuff around and doing all of that. So I do, I am strong, just not only like naturally because of, I guess, my body type, but also because of what I do for work. And if somebody's listening right now and they didn't hear what you do for a living. What is it again? I am a steam fitter. Yeah. A local 636. That's crazy. Pipe fitter. Something else about, um, you know, Derby is I've, I've, I've heard this before. And if somebody could explain it to me, what is a Derby wife? Booty is actually my Derby wife. Like you join a league and you get to know people and then you just find like your person. Right. So she's just my person on the league. So yeah. we we're both. Yeah. Who proposed to nice. who? She proposed to me. What did that look like? Oh, we were hammered at the white horse. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it was with like a gum wrapper or something. It was makeshift. I don't know. I lost love. it though, just to let you know. Yeah. So uh, w do you guys know when like this started, like in Derby? Has it always been a thing? I'm not sure. Actually, no idea. No idea. We also have Derby moms. And what's a derby mom then? They're like your mentor. We um, give people when there's like a larger boot camp, we give people a derby mom who's like their mentor in derby. Um, so they can go to them, ask questions, feel comfortable, all that. So who is like, I mean, Clabber, are you a derby mom? Uh I had Donut, who doesn't play anymore. We miss her as, as my yes, we miss her very much. But I had her as my derby daughter, but I never took on another one because I don't like people. You don't like people. <laughs> she likes us. Don't let I her don't have you. a derby daughter. Strange. No, tomorrow's my derby mom. Clobber, you were talking about the younger generation getting into derby. Your daughter played derby, didn't she? Yeah, she's she still, still playing. Still plays. Yeah, she's still playing. What is it like for you to watch your daughter go out there as a ninth grader? <laughs> and well, I coach her and she's been playing since she was eight. So since I coached the Motown roller derby team, which is kids seven through 18, I get to spend that extra time with her, which is amazing. But watching her, you would think you'd be scared, <laughs> but you're not. Yeah. Are you frustrated? Even more frustrated, yeah. Mm -hmm. So do you work out with your daughter then too? Oh God, no. <laughs> uh, get a ninth grader to work out. Good luck. I try, like we go hiking and stuff, but getting her to work out is impossible. But Potter I do do practice with her. Doesn't hike. She uh, runs. Speed, speed runs. She speed runs to the woods. Through the trails. Just so you guys know. So would you rather go to practice or would you rather work out by yourselves? Oh, um, I'd rather go to practice. says practice. I'm very unmotivated outside of practice. <laughs> but I also, I get up at 5.30 and, you know, I always come home and take a nap before practice, which is 8.30 to 10.30 at night. So I don't do anything in between that. I would say it depends. Yeah, Some it depends. practices are focused on more strategy. So we're not moving a lot. So you're not getting a great workout. 
Uh, whereas other practices are focused on, you know, more endurance and more, you know, muscle building. And those ones I feel like I've worked out and I've done something, but then we throw in a strategy and we're like, wow, I'm just standing here. In other sports, they watch a lot of video. Do you girls sit together or by yourselves and watch video of, you know, teams that you're going to be playing or maybe ideas for the the next bout coming up or YouTubing it or anything like that? I would rather die than watch myself play roller derby. Uh, I watch a lot of roller derby. Like anytime that we have a game, I always hope that it's recorded so I can go back and see like, you know, if we played well, like, okay, this is what really worked for us or what didn't like, oh, you know what? I really need to work on, you know, catching someone on the inside or catching somebody on the outside or paying, having more track awareness is a big thing. I love watching. I will watch other teams too. Like not even like people that are out of our league, like, you know what I mean? Um, I enjoy it. I went through and watched a lot of roller derby during COVID because like we didn't have anything else to do. So I watched almost every game I want to say on YouTube. For the people listening right now, how could they go and find you guys? Do you guys have a website? Can they find you on Facebook? How can they follow you? And do you guys um, have like live feeds of your bouts? We do have um, Facebook. We do have a website. I think our website is under construction right now, or if it's not, it should be. Live bouts, since we haven't played a lot of home bouts, we're looking for a home in case anybody's interested. Mm-hmm. What do we need? 1,200 square foot of open space? 12,000? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> 1,200, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll play here. Sorry, yeah. 12,000 square foot of open in space. In the Downriver, if, Michigan area. If anybody um, knows anything in Downriver, that would be wonderful. We are the Downriver Roller Dolls. If you want to look it up on Facebook, Instagram, And if they wanted to support you, ladies, can they buy merch? Do you guys have merch and stuff like that online? We will shortly, I think. Yeah, we don't have an online merch store, but you can always reach out to the league via Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and you can buy directly from us. What do you guys think sets uh, roller derby apart from other sports and makes it so unique? Anybody can do it. Yep, anybody can do it. Also, it's one of the only sports I know of that does offense and defense at the same time. Wow. Yeah, that's doesn't right. matter your size, your age. Mm-hmm. Anybody can do it and anybody can fit in. Very diverse. Clobber, Jessa, you're saying that, but there are people listening right now saying to themselves, man, I would love to. That, oh, I've always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to skate. I've always, I love, you know, I'd skated when I, when, when I was a kid, but I'm overweight or I'm too skinny or I'm too this or I'm too that. What do you say? What kind of inspiration can you give the people out there listening saying that, you know what? I, I can't, I, there's, there's nothing I can give to my team. So let's talk about overweight. So people saying, Hey, I'm overweight. Um, yeah. Our blockers, <laughs> um, you're stopping someone else. It's not a bad thing to be a little overweight and I'm to not- have that strength. Like we've, sat in a bar and said, wow, that girl's got a derby. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I have gone up to people at a bar or wherever I'm in public and I'm like, she has a, a, sorry, but, and it would be so good for derby. I've gone up to people for real and be like, hey, you want to play derby? Because you have the butt for it. (laughs) Yeah. And so, so for the first time, a butt is not a bad thing. It's a good thing. It's an amazing thing. (laughs) And if you're really tiny, that can also be a good thing because jammers who are really tiny are sneaky as hell. Get through those little holes, move fast. Like it, it's for anybody. Jammer or blocker? Blocker. blocker. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> playing for fun or playing to win? Win. win. Always win. You never go out there and play for fun. I think some people do, but it we, should be fun. But I play. We to are win. all very competitive people in this room, and I ask that for a reason, right, Clabber? I'm, I'm looking at you saying because people. I don't like when people in sports say, well, I'm out there to have fun. Yeah. That's one thing. But you're, if you're going to out winning there to have fun, fun, winning is fun. Winning is fun. But 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 I tell you what, there's nothing more than, yeah, just winning. I if just, I'm going to play something just for fun, I'm going to be drinking while I do it. Well, Golf. Or, you, or you're going to get hurt doing it. You know, and we kind of talked about that. Speed or agility? Agility. Agility, yes. This is a good one. Leggings or fishnets? Leggings. Leggings. Colorful or black and white? Black. 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 It's actually a rule. Oh, it is. <laughs> so our, our home teams can do whatever you want. You can do fishnets and be crazy. But travel team, you have to wear black leggings. These girls are athletes. They're not. It's, now we're it's professional. A more They're not there to look now. at. They're good and they work hard and they need to be seen as athletes, not as their boobs or whatever they want to hang out. 
So if there's somebody out there listening, a lady's like, hey, that sounds like a lot of fun. Are you guys always looking for people to help out? Like if if her husband's like, well, I want to get involved or her boyfriend says, I want to get involved. Are you guys always looking for people? Like you just said, track announcers, uh, refs, uh, I mean, other other things, you know, scorekeepers. I mean, you know. There's on skates work you can do as a ref. There's off skates work you can do as an NSO, which is our non-skating officials. I mean, there's just simply being at the games for support, which is always amazing from spouses, but we need refs. We need NSOs. We can't do this without those people volunteering. So bring those boyfriends, bring those husbands, everybody you can, because we need it. One last thing, and I'm going to wrap it up. Has anything ever got physical after the bout? I mean, like you guys were just <laughs> so- Wait, I got this one. Yeah, you guys were so mad at this other team <laughs> that you guys literally took it out in the parking lot. Okay, so I got this one. It wasn't actually the other team, but it was at the other team's after party. And some boys, we were walking out, said something. And your daughter goes, oh no. And starts walking back in. And I said, oh crap, here we go. And I just followed her back in and had her back. That was the day I got kicked out of the game too. Yeah. Oh, nice. So, um, there sometimes Ohio. is, but um, not with not, the other team. Usually, not, not usually. The you, we play a hard game, we beat each other up, and then we go to the after party. We all have beers and we have fun. And sometimes you ice your leg with your beer, or your broken nose with your beer, and you move on. Yeah, I feel like at least for our team, like I've never, like none of our skaters have ever been like, you know, f that girl, this or that. Like I don't, I'm gonna fight her at the after party, or like I don't want to be around her. Like, even if you get laid out by the same person 10 times in the game, you'll sit next to them at the bar and have a drink. Like, it doesn't... Sometimes you tell them, you owe yeah. me a drink because yeah, you, you laid owe me, me a out drink because I'm broken now. <laughs> and they'll buy you a drink. Any closing remarks from any of you? Because I appreciate you guys coming on the show. Join Derby. Yeah. Watch Derby. Yes. If you're Join not Derby, in the area... change your life. If you're in this area, find someone in your area. If you're in this area, please get with the Down River Roller Dogs. We love new people. But anywhere you could play derby. So find it. And it's women only, right? Because my Ooh. my derby name is Speed Bump. And I can definitely take a lot of people out. <laughs> There's actually a men's team in Detroit. Um, uh, if you identify as a woman, you can play women's flat track roller derby with the Don River Roller Dolls. Um, but there are teams for people who do not identify as a woman. Um, so, yeah, it don't matter who you are. You can join derby. Doesn't yeah, matter. Detroit Riot is a men's team. That's awesome. Well, ladies, I can't thank you enough for coming on the Outstanding Life podcast, having some fun with us, letting us get to know you guys as well as Derby. And uh, and again, how can they find you guys on Facebook and stuff like that? Is it just Down River Roller Down Dolls? Down River Roller Dolls. There you go. Or if you're in another state, just go ahead and find who you know your Google local your roller, roller, derby. roller derby near me. <laughs> Well, again, everybody, I'm Johnny D, the Motivational Cowboy, thanking all of you for joining us on this week's Outstanding Life podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and now TikTok at Motivational Cowboy. We'll see you next week right here on the Outstanding Life podcast. Thanks for listening to the Outstanding Life podcast. Follow Johnny D on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Motivational Cowboy. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the show, advertise, or would like to make a donation, please visit MotivationalCowboy.com. And remember to have an outstanding day.